Hit me with that howdy. Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're solving crime. And drinking coffee. So get your stapler ready. And Psyduck! Because today we're bringing you... Pokemon Detective Pikachu! Pokemon Detective Pikachu was released on May 10th, 2019, just five days ago from this recording. It had a whopping, way more than I expected, 150 million dollar budget. Uh, and it's so far made 170.5 million dollars worldwide. It's got a 64% critic rating and an 85% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 71 on Metacritic. And Ethan has the most bacon and eggs negative review for this I do. freaking show. We're just gonna are we just gonna slam straight into those? Yeah, we are. Okay. So Adam Graham of the Detroit News says, and I quote Oil and water, toothpaste and orange juice, good decisions and Florida. Some things just go, don't go together. And you can add Ryan Reynolds' voice and Pikachu to that list. Adam his Graham. review was a C plus, though. I'm seeing a C from him. Was it a C? A I, C, C plus, I couldn't remember. C or C that's, plus, whatever. That's, whatever. But Adam, I mean, you gotta think, if you're a teacher grading papers, do you want to read a C paper? I We can get into the grading systems in school and how they're absolutely ridiculous uh, on another podcast <laughs> called Education with Tyler and Ethan. Uh, uh, Charlotte O'Sullivan from the London Evening Standard says Reynolds is in his element when allowed to be goofy and this stuff is nothing if not surreal especially in the second act oddly enough three out of five that was, which is ahead. worse than a C that was the first time I think anybody's ever referred to Ryan Reynolds as not Ryan Reynolds full name and when she said just Reynolds I was like who in the heck is Reynolds I actually thought the exact same thing. I was like, wait a minute, who's Reynolds? He's Ryan Reynolds. It's one name. It's it's one name. Ryan Reynolds, did you see his Fallon interview about this about this movie? I did not. So he went on Fallon and he was like, yeah, originally I was going to do this like noir kind of cool voice. And they were like, no, 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 no. Just do Ryan Reynolds. And like, I could have told you that that conversation happened without seeing that interview. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that, that, that he got into Nintendo's like studio exec room and they were like, okay, how are you going to do the character? And they listened to his pitch and they were like, no, just do the Deadpool thing. And he was like, they, they were like, we hired you to be Ryan Reynolds. We want waiting. We want Deadpool. We want sarcastic butthole. Right. We want Van Wilder, the Pokemon. Right. Exactly. Uh, I, 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 that is the chief complaint, I think, among people who don't like this movie is Ryan Reynolds. And I don't see it. I don't either. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely great think, I thought for sure they were like, okay, Ryan, uh, do whatever you want. Just say as many lines as you want. We'll pay you per line. Just like record things things until you don't want to record things oh anymore. yeah that's we'll, that's we'll where that 150 million dollars went is ryan reynolds was getting paid per word yeah like for sure a hundred percent this man says a lot of words in this short movie that being said let's go on to the to the bacon and eggs brought to you by carlin brothers coffee now serving remember me hot cocoa hot cocoa ethan cocoa cocoa like the pixar movie cocoa even when i say goodbye remember me now what's on the new cocoa canister kevin from up kevin from up is on the new cocoa canister because why would it be any other pixar character ethan who else would 
would somebody may have forgotten. I was just going to see how long you were just going to tirade <laughs> on that. Remember me. Anyway, it's probably super good. I actually haven't gotten it yet, but I would imagine, given everything else that they make, it is extremely good, and it is still available for sale through the Bacon and Eggs promo codes. You can go to carlinbrotherscoffee.com, use promo code BACON at checkout, or promo code EGGS, and get 10% off your Remember Me hot cocoa order or anything else they have on the website. Just so you know, those of you listening, it is called, I believe, Double Dark Chocolate Hot Cocoa Slash Mocha Mix. It's not called Remember Me Cocoa Mix. <laughs> you know what? You know, Hola, mi nombre es Ernesto de la Cruz. <laughs> it wasn't Ernesto de la Cruz. It was Hector. You forgot. It was Hector. Anyway. Yeah, but that's way um, less fun to say. I know. Ernesto de la Cruz is so frustrating because Hector is such a forgettable name and Ernesto de la Cruz is so rememberable. It's almost like that's the point. And the whole movie is about taking Ernesto de la Cruz off the Spanish word. I don't know the word. Alabrije. No, that's the... What What are the? What are they called? The Dia de los Muertos thing. Like, the, like, what? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm I haven't about. seen the, Coco in forever. The Altars to the Dead. You haven't seen Coco in... It's on Netflix. What do you mean you I haven't, haven't seen, seen Coco in forever? I don't, I don't oh. remember what the altars are called. Do you not have a 4K television and Netflix 4K? I do. I don't, actually. I have Netflix regular. Oh, upgrade that today. Uh, Fun fact, um, I watched that god-awful Ted Bundy movie that Netflix made. Uh, Was it good? No, it was terrible. It's extremely loud and incredibly wicked or whatever it's called. Um, It's terrible. Is that the Zac Efron one? Yeah, uh, and I'll tell you why. It's because it was made. It was made by John Berlinger, who is a documentarian. Like he makes documentaries. He makes exclusively documentaries, and this is like a movie with like a plot. Go on. And there was just absolutely no storytelling element. It was just like we got Zac Efron, who looks like Ted Bundy. It was just terrible. I don't know. The only Didn't thing they dye his hair blonde. No. Why is his hair blonde right now? I don't know. I saw a picture of Zach Efron with blonde hair next to a picture of Guy Fieri with blonde hair, like the frosted tips. And Guy Fieri was like, you're giving up on your dreams, son. And Zach Efron was like, no, dad, I'm giving up on yours. Uh, but no, that actually wasn't shot in 4K. Fun fact, it's like the second thing on Netflix that Netflix has made to not be shot in 4K. Well, Netflix made a lot of movies before 4K. No, they didn't. Really? They have not been like making movies that long. 4K has been the about... industry standard for like filmmaking for a long time. What about like uh, Stranger Things? Stranger Things uses red weapon cameras, which are 4K. That's actually that is the that's actually coolest name for a camera I have ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, red red cameras. It's like they've got like the red dragon, the red weapon, the red quantum. What the freak? Um, but yeah, uh, and that's actually why those cameras got so popular recently is because Netflix is using them for so many things because they are native 4K, and the standard like digital cinema camera right now is not. 4K. But those things are. So a lot, a lot of movies that you watch are not actually 4K. So let's talk Debt Pick. That does, that doesn't sound right. Detective Cheekapoo. Detective Cheekapoo. Ryan Reynolds, I thought, delivered a masterful performance. Binary Review brought to you by You did by not Carlin deliver Brothers a Coffee. masterful delivery of that word masterful there. No. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. CarlinBrothersCoffee.com slash discount slash bacon or discount slash eggs if you've already used bacon. Get you 10% off your whole order, including the brand new Hot cocoa. Remember that. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Tyler, I'm going to need you to, to buck up a little bit, buddy. You're giving me, it's not that you're giving me less than 100%, but you're giving me like, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bacon <laughs> and Eggs, breaking news. I'm Tyler Carlin. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is, is, so I answer the phone and I'm like, it's a beautiful day at the business I work at. Can I have your office phone number? And then I get here and I'm like, it's a beautiful day at Bacon and Eggs. This is Tyler. 
Uh, I used to have to so, answer the phone with a ridiculous thing like that. I, I've I've switched it around a few times. I do like it's a beautiful day because every so often they'll be like, why is it a beautiful day? And I'll be like, because I'm in God's country, the most beautiful place on earth. No, God, what do I call it? God's Valley. I'm in God's Valley, the most beautiful place on earth, Roanoke, Virginia. How can I help you? And then, they're, then, then I get a scoff from a coworker who's like, not a native, right? And is like, what do you mean the most beautiful place on earth? Have you traveled before? And I'm have always like, yes, I have. To the Zion National Park? <laughs> right, right. And I'm always like, yes, I have traveled. And you know what? Bath was pretty. London was okay at best. But you haven't been to the Zion National Park. I have not been to Zion National Park. And honestly, my background picture on my work computer is Baby Groot on two different monitors. You can't do stretch. So it's just the same picture of Baby Groot. But I would put a Zion National Park picture on that monitor. But I didn't. I will only put a Zion National Park picture on my monitor when I take one with my own hands. What's your background right now? Uh, Avengers Infinity War. Nice. It's the, <laughs> Did you it's, shoot that with your own hand? No, it's it's Thor uh, <laughs> flopping into Wakanda. Infinity War. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's no, there's no good ones up for Endgame yet that aren't like, this is a movie poster type thing of everybody grabbing things. Right. There's not the... There's not like you know screen grabs. Yeah, yeah, there's... You know the shot. The uh, one that yeah, I absolutely know. There's several shots of which I will take backgrounds yeah, to of. My, to my wallpaper folder. Mine is currently a, a drawn photo of Finn and Kylo Ren facing off. Um, binary review. Binary review. Detective Pikachu. Ethan, you go first. I'm going to take the same stance of, and this is like a, a definitely a cop-out answer, but it's like, if it's something you're into, it's a one. And if it's not, it's a zero. Here's my Like, thing. this isn't a movie that you have to, if you're not a Pokemon fan, like, you really don't have to see this one. It's it's all right. I don't I don't know that it's a, if you're already into thing. I think it's a, if you're under 18, it's a one because I want you to be into Pokemon. And I think this will achieve that for you in the way that, like, I wasn't into Transformers, but then I was. Yeah, I feel that. I, I see you where know you're what coming I'm from there. So it's like if you were under 18 or I'm not even like an avid film person, but you're looking to get into a new franchise, this is a good entrance into that. And if you are a long term fan of Pokemon, this is a better film for you. Right. But if you're if you're a like a 30 year old person that just doesn't care about Pokemon, you, probably, you can miss you probably it. miss this one. You just go see Endgame again. Yeah. Um, beat Avatar. Yeah. You know, go watch Booksmart on Friday. Dude, I'm going to Booksmart on Friday. Are you going to Booksmart on Friday? Maybe. I don't know. So. I could probably be convinced. We stand empowering women, empowering women. Yeah, absolutely. It looks hilarious. I haven't even seen a trailer, but I've seen the like preview before Regal movies where they're like, hi, I'm Olivia Wilde, director of Booksmart, and this is a Coca-Cola film produced by American film students. Oh my God. <laughs> and then you, it's that awful you American film You, lucky students. film goer, are about to watch somebody <laughs> spill popcorn for the next right. 35 seconds. Right. <laughs> I do think that those things are cool that they like they give the kids all the materials and the and the budget and everything to make these little like short films. I, but I also I would describe don't myself like any of the short films. I would describe myself as a, an amateur but enthusiastic, a very 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 amateur but enthusiastic filmmaker. And I can tell you, my hand to God, I can make better promos for these movie theaters to play before their movies with five hundred dollars and four hours. If I give you $500 in four hours and time with the board of directors of a movie theater local to this city, can you make a better promo? Probably. I will do that. <laughs> I mean, probably. Like, are, are you speaking about the, the Grandin Theater? Yeah. Because uh, I could definitely make, like, a the Grandin Theater is what makes this city great promo. The Grandin Theater... 
is what makes this city That's what I'm saying. Why is it the most beautiful place on earth? Because this is God's Valley, home to the Grandin Theater. But you go into an AMC, you go into an AMC, and they're like, go watch, join the Stubbs Club, ladies and gentlemen. Dude. And it hurts. I'm like, I'm sitting there like canceling my A-list. I'm like, this This commercial is so AMC, bad that I don't want to you if you are listening to this right now, we will totally back your product for free A-list. I love A-list. I also love A-list. I hate that I keep going to Regal movies, but they get the special events. Like what? Uh, Booksmart doesn't come out till next Thursday, so I'm seeing it early release on Friday. What? At Regal. It comes out this week. No. It doesn't? Nope. Why? Because Olivia Wilde actually hates you specifically. Nothing comes out this week, though. Literally nothing? Well, okay, this week is nothing that I can remember off the top of my head, except, I think, A Dog's Journey, the second time that Fortnite movie's been made this year. I think there's two movies. Uh, I mean, I know, do you want the answer to what happened? Do you want to spend the next five minutes talking about the Dog's Purpose cinematic universe? Because I can do that. If that's something you'd like, I can do that. Here's the thing. I was listening to a podcast today where I was frustrated that the hosts didn't get to the topic fast enough. And listen, I get that that's like why you listen to this show, but I do want to get into some Detective Pikachu that's fine. discussion. That's fine. Either way, that's the only I, Fortnite uh, thing under God's green sun that comes out this week. And you know what comes out next week is Aladdin from ooh, I, Disney. Yeah. Walt Disney Corporation. Have you heard about how bad Game of Thrones got? I'm just saying, like, if you're going to, if you've got the opportunity, like, are you going to go up against, you know, Fortnite? Are you going to pitch against Babe Ruth or are you going to get pitch against me? Like, which one do you want to hit again? <laughs> which one do you want? Okay, but here's the thing about- Because I can tell you, Babe Ruth's going to step up there and pop a dinger and a dog's journey is going to make $47 <laughs> and make people cry. <laughs> <laughs> a dog's journey the preview made me cry again the second I saw, time that movie's been made this year i saw dennis quaid and a dog in the same shot and i bawled i was like what no way what happened let me tell what you happened? about something let me give you let the, me, let me, let me, let me, let me no, tell no, you no, about no, no, let, me, let me give you the 30 second rundown on what the fortnite happened with the dog's purpose cinematic universe they made a dog's purpose two years ago all right some other studio was like, well, we also have the rights to the book A Dog's Purpose, but we don't have the name. So we're going to make another movie. We're going to call it A Dog's, Jer a Dog's Journey, or sorry, A Dog's Way Home, and we're going to release it in January, the same year that the Fortnite sequel to A Dog's Purpose is coming out. It's going to really confuse literally everybody. Wait, so Dennis Quaid is not in The Dog's Way Home? Dennis Quaid movie. is not in A Dog's Way Home. It is a remake of 2017's A Dog's Purpose starring Dennis Quaid. But, but, but he's not in A Dog's Way Home. He's not in A Dog's Way Home. He is in A Dog's Journey. Which is the is actual like, sequel to a dog's purpose? That came is out Harrison Ford? What is Harrison Ford in it? In I, I I do not know who plays the the Dennis Quaid the Dennis Quaid part in a dog's way home. Because I I genuinely get those two mixed up every day. I wake up and I I look at a picture of Han Solo and I say, is that Dennis Quaid? Uh, and nobody, literally nobody. A dog's way. Bryce home. Dallas so, Howard and Ashley Judd are the only names I know out of this movie. What is this cast? Bryce Dallas Howard plays the dog. Who's Bryce Dallas Howard? She's Ron Howard's daughter, the girl she? from, uh, yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter. If you'd let me finish a Fortnite sentence around here. Wow. Bryce Dallas Howard is the, the girl from, uh, uh, the Jurassic World cinematic universe. And the dog's a girl. It's not Josh Gad. Correct. The dog is a okay. girl, Bella. They changed the gender and the name of the dog, again, because they sort of had the rights. It was Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. And now it's Bella. Bella, Bella, Bella. I don't know. I've never seen any of these movies, nor do I have any intention of seeing any of these movies. From what I understand, the dog, uh, like, dies a lot, like a lot in the first yeah. one. 
and like, just keeps coming back to Dennis Quaid multiple times. The same dog dies over and over and over again, as far as I can gather. But let's talk about Detective Pikachu. Okay, so Detective Pikachu, fun fact, is the best-reviewed video game movie ever made. That 71 on Metacritic absolutely shocked me. That is extremely that is high extremely high. That is seven. I can do the math. I can, that is seven points higher than the Rotten Tomatoes audience score. I mean, critic score. The Rotten Tomatoes audience score is almost exactly what I would expect, because I do think you have to be the kind of person who is a Pokemon fan. Right, to like nobody has seen this in the first five days that didn't care about it. It. Right. Nobody was going to the theater like, yeah, I, what's out? Detect- yeah, I'll see Detective Pikachu. I'll tell you, that's the kind of, of, of chaotic good that I can't get behind, that I've just never been. The kind of guy that walks up to the movie theater like, hmm, what's showing in the next five minutes? <laughs> that's, we call that man a spontaneous man on a budget, right? Like there was a, a like, you know, it's always like, we're just going to go to the airport and take the next flight and we'll end up in Dubuque and we'll have the best day ever. Right. Right. But this guy only has $12. So he goes up to the theater and he's like, what's the next movie showing? And they're like, uh, well, it's complicated. Um, so Detective Pikachu, te- uh, what time is it? 6.43? Okay, so the showing started at 6.30, but it's technically still in previews, but there is a 6.50 Avengers Endgame. So like the next movie that will start is Detective Pikachu because there's two more minutes of trailers, but the next like showing is in seven minutes. What, what, do you want to see Detective Pikachu or Avengers Endgame? And then the guy's like, I've got $12. What's the price difference? And they're like, have you ever been to a movie theater? Right. You walk up and you're like, dealer's choice. And then <laughs> that person starts sweating. Right. They're like, like, what do you uh, What do you mean? Uh, this doesn't help me at all. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, words are hard for me tonight. Apparently, I can't make them happen. Did you like this movie? Did you enjoy it? What did it do for you? I'll tell you what. There's a lot of stuff that was in the trailer for this movie that also ended up in the movie, but none of it was like less funny the second time I saw it, like not in the trailer and in the movie. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I will tell you, oh, I never gave my binary review. I, I yeah, think, defi- oh, I did. I, did I say it's a one? I think you should see it. I very much enjoyed it. And I will say what almost enhanced the experience more than anything was watching Mewtwo Strikes Back last week. Right. It definitely prepared me exactly the way I wanted it to. Because that first scene that mirrored Mewtwo Strikes Back perfectly. I, for a minute, I thought we were just going to get like a live live action. action. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, they just did that. They didn't even care what we had to say about it. Yeah. But no, I mean, Uh, it is worth the price of admission just... For that, for that scene where, where Ryan Reynolds is like, no, 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 the coffee's a choice. I could stop anytime I want. Yeah, but let me get a double shot of espresso. And Ludicolo's just like, Ludicolo! <laughs> Ludicolo was so good. I think what I love about Pokemon, one of the things that frustrates me about the games is that when I play the games, I insist on picking the best Pokemon. And we've talked about this in the show. I was going to say, but, please don't start down this road again. But just to, just to briefly recap, I like because I know like the numerical stats of almost every Pokemon in the game, or because they are so easily accessible... I, like, will not train a Pokemon that's not good because it's not good and therefore it takes longer to beat the game and all I want to do is beat the game as fast as possible. Which is, like, the worst mentality for video games. But because of that, I don't end up getting to just, like, exist with the characters and like the Pokemon. And what I love about the movie is that now I'm like, Ludicolo! Ludicolo! I'll tell you, I just watched Griffin McElroy 
beat Fortnite with a Ludicolo. Ludicolo's a freaking ripper. Yeah, he got one and was just like, oh my god, this is a great day. You have to trade for Ludicolo. How is he doing that? You do not have to trade for Ludicolo. Oh, no, it's a leaf stone. Yes. Yes, it's from a, Lotad. Yeah, no, from... L- not from, from, from Lotad's Evolved. Yeah, from Lumbre. Lumbre. Yep. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> literally today I watched him beat the Elite Four, mostly with a Lotad. I mean, with a Ludicolo. Ludicolo. Uh, I'll tell you, yeah, if you want to if you want to bust yourself into the Pokemon liking thing, you should just do one of those Nuzlocke things. Me? Yeah. You, you, you who, you who like is is sitting here saying like, oh, I only pick the strongest Pokemon. Like you should force yourself to, to live and die with some Pokemon that you would never pick. Here's the problem. When you do a Nuzlocke that nobody's watching, one of your Pokemon dies and you make this deal with yourself where you're like, well, I'm, I'm just going to revive them. I'm just going to. No, I mean, you're going to have to like record it. Yeah. Or stream it or something. Right. Because, because in your mind you're like, uh, okay, that didn't. Because in the same Nuzlocke today, I watched Griffin McElroy lose a Pidgeot and I cried. <laughs> no. That Pidgeot went down and I literally cried. <laughs> oh, poor Ethan. <laughs> so I'll tell you, if you wanna if you wanna live I was watching somebody else play Pokemon, living and dying with these Pokemon. Well, I will <laughs> I will attempt to. I, I tried to find a ROM that I liked yesterday and I couldn't and ended up streaming Borderlands, which was wonderful. But you streamed Battlefront. I was going to stream Battlefront and that didn't work. Ah. And then I was going to stream Knights of the Old Republic and that didn't work. So I think I think the uh the Star Wars Steam agreement has some disagreement with Tyler. I don't know. <laughs> they they did not want me to stream any sort of Star Wars. So I played Battle bar, uh, Fair. Bar, 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 Borderlands. The Borderlands. Borderlands two. Yeah, so I thoroughly Which, enjoyed this movie. I I really did. Um, I don't honestly like. There's some there's some flaws. I'll be straight. There's some flaws. They're not non-existent. I've forgotten this movie entirely. Let me tell you, we saw this movie Same. last Thursday. We saw it last Thursday, and um, I have been born, lived a full life, went to college, got a great career, had children, watched them grow up, have kids. I mean, it was amazing. I've done all of that since Thursday. Uh, yeah, I was hoping, because you said you had a major flaw with it, and I was hoping that me saying, you know, I'm not going to lie, it's got some flaws, would springboard you into that conversation. My major flaw with it is that I don't remember it at all. That might just be it. That might be the flaw. <laughs> I know that Bill Nye was in it, and I remember seeing before, did you know? That he was in it? Yeah. No, I knew nothing about this movie. Okay. I remember seeing on like IMDb or something that he was in it, and I was like, oh my god, how did we get so lucky? Do you fear death, Ash Ketchum? The men in our family come travel in time. But yeah, freaking... I think you like that movie more than anybody else alive. I love the movie About Time more than anyone else alive. Yeah, I think I that's the case. I have gone back in time to, to ensure that. Which, by the way, is a great time travel film. Probably the best romantic time travel movie. Those words shouldn't exist together. Right. But there's Time Traveler's Wife, too. If the only comparison between About Time, the the only comparison you could draw is between About Time and Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, I'll agree that About Time is probably the best romantic Time Traveler movie. I think Time Traveler's Wife, don't, don't get me wrong, that's a quality time travel love story. It is not. Oh, I'm a fan. You could argue The Lake House. I do not know The Lake House. Oh, yes, I do. That's the one where Ashton, not Ashton Kutcher, uh, Keanu Reeves and, oh, she's beautiful. What's her name? They communicate like via mailbox. It's like yeah. the opposite of you got mail. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. It was either Julia Roberts or Sandra Bullock and I mixed them up every time and I didn't want to say the wrong one. I thought it was going to be Dennis Quaid, so. It's not Dennis Quaid. Dennis, that would be a really, <laughs> it'd be a really progressive movie for 2006. <laughs> right? Keanu Reeves and Dennis Quaid. Are in love, in love across, across time. Across time. <laughs> 
That's a movie I would pay. I would, I, if I went to the theater and they were like, that'd be $12, I'd be like, keep the change. Yeah. I want to, I want to pay. Can you put this toward the international box office? <laughs> this matters. Dennis Quaid and Keanu Reeves in Love at Last. Hey, listen, Sony, Fox. Disney, right. Lionsgate, whoever's listening. A24. We got a A24 can't afford Dennis Quaid or Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Bo Burnham. It would be like a handsome old guy and a less handsome or a less old also handsome guy right. that you've never heard of. Right. Who is an unbelievably good actor. Yeah. Directed by... Dave Franco. (laughs) Starring, actually, James Franco plays the Keanu Reeves part. Starring James Franco, directed by Dave Franco. (laughs) It's it's James Franco and and Tommy Wiseau is is Dennis Quaid. Tommy Wiseau and James Franco in love across time. (laughs) I think that movie exists. It's called The Disaster Artist. The Room Where It Happened. The room where you said the room where it happened while we watched this movie, and you were like, it was like a Ethan loves Hamilton now, and this is how I'm going to tell you. I knew it would get a laugh from you. (laughs) I don't even remember why I said it. Uh, Because nothing about this this movie. This was this this was my major complaint with this film was. One, I thought Dennis Quaid's character was absurd. Uh, yeah, it's really weird that he just walked in and played Dennis Quaid. He's <laughs> like, like, I'm Dennis Quaid. Rhymes? This is a commercial for mesothelioma. <laughs> Whatever he's advertising these days. Geico but, uh, Insurance. He, uh, the, the son of Bill Nye was just an absolute jerk bomb for no reason whatsoever to his dad. As like a subvert you, like, oh, he's really the bad but, guy. But like you knew he, that... That Bill Nye was gonna be the bad guy. He's like, you right, just there no, knew. There was no world where Davy Jones was in a Pokemon movie as a hero. Sidebar: They're listening because I have a full-page banner ad on IMDb for Booksmart, and I'm just telling you that they're listening. <laughs> okay, they, they are they, them. They are the colloquial. They. They. they are Men in Black. Oh, dude. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson and Brie Larson in Love Across Time. <laughs> Tessa Thompson and Brie Larson in Love Across Time. <laughs> come to the, come to the, that's the room where it happened. Get it? Brie Larson. Was in room, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. That's I the, got it, yeah. Brie Larson was in room. She won an Oscar. Yeah. I almost just, uh, I tried to say Oscar and best actress at the same time, but I like stopped in the middle, but like almost <laughs> said Oscaress. <laughs> okay, what do you think of Furry Pikachu? I love the design for all the Pokemons, especially yeah. Pikachu. I love the design for all of them so much. They were all yeah. adorable. Even Charizard, I was like, oh, baby. Poor baby. I thought that uh, Pancham, excellent inclusion, uh, Jigglypuff singing the dude to see, sleep in the bar was hilarious. <laughs> was great. <laughs> I thought it was interesting they went with Torterra and Greninja. There is a whole, like, giant People? $50 million sequence in this movie where Torterra stands up <laughs> yeah. and then sits back That's down. That's where the budget went. <laughs> For absolutely no reason whatsoever. Like, I know what the actual what? So what was, gen is Torterra? Right? Torterra is gen 
four and Greninja's Gen five. Okay, I was gonna say if they're both Gen five, because like people love Greninja. G- Greninja. Greninja's like the hot ticket right now. Uh, Greninja is Gen 6. He's X and Y. He's a starter in X and Y, which was the last, like, Pokemon game that got people interested. Like, Sun and Moon flopped. You think Sun and Moon flopped? I'd be curious to see... Sun and Moon flopped, dude. Let me tell you about X and Y. X and Y only had one cool starter. Okay. Sun and Moon had none. What are the starters from Sun and Moon? (laughs) Exactly. Don't. Don't you dare. But what were the starters from X and Y? Oh, oh. Uh, Litleo? Hold on, Litleo. Litleo is not a starter. Litten, Litten yeah. is his name. Rowlet, the first owl starter, and Poplio were the Sun and Moon starters. I would say that's actually yeah, I the could have best. given you $147 and you could not have told me one of those. I would say that those are the, the best starters we've had in a while. I was not a big fan of the, the, the Poplio uh, line, but I do like Incineroar and I do like whatever Rowlet evolves into. The giant yeah, deadly no, they're, owl They're thing. cool, but like I couldn't have even told you that Incineroar was the evolution of Litten. Mm. They fall off. Anyway, we had, had Froki, Fennekin, and Chesspin. And Chesspin evolved into Chestnut, which was a flop for me. And Fennekin evolved into Delphox, which was basically like a fox that was also Hermione Granger. Fox wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was not a fan of. But Greninja, honestly, big fan of Greninja, not a huge fan of the tongue thing. Okay, so Pokemon Sun and Pokemon X both got 87% on Metacritic. So Fortnite. Me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Metacritic does video games. Metacritic does everything. <laughs> but yes, they do video games. They both got 87. Pokemon Ruby. Pokemon Ruby's the best game. Pokemon Ruby has an 82. Really? Yep. Looks like their standards have changed. I feel like the games are too easy. I was talking about this with somebody today about do you remember do you remember being like seven coming out of Vaguely. Okay. I'm gonna take you to a pitch meeting in nineteen ninety-five for the first Pokemon game, but it's in English. Okay. You're gonna be the the executive. Okay. Ethan. What's up? Or Mr. Executive, I've got a Pokemon game for you. Okay. Hit me. Okay. So it's called Pokemon Red. Basically, it's pocket monsters. We get through all that. And I'm gonna put this big maze like halfway through the game oh you're gonna put a maze in there yeah i'm gonna put a maze oh mazes are tight yeah okay so but here's the thing the maze when you go into the maze the screen is just black why would the screen be black well did you forget to animate the screen it's dark yeah it's dark you forgot to animate it's dark yeah whoops is there yeah whoopsie But anyway, so like you go through, you go through freaking Mount Moon or whatever. No, the dark cave, right? And it's completely black. You can use Flash, but like it's an HM and your Pokemon can't unlearn it. And you can't use Flash in competitive play because it decreases the other Pokemon's accuracy, which isn't allowed. So Flash is out of the question. Plus, if you use Flash to get through Dark Cave, you're a little Fortnite and you don't know how to play Pokemon and you haven't done this a hundred times. Okay. So like, it's not really an option. It's not really an option to use Flash. So you go through Dark Cave and you run into a Zubat like every four freaking steps. Yeah. And you and when you finish the Dark Cave, you have like one Pokemon left with three HP and it's a freaking Machoke that you only have in your lineup for strength. And you're like, oh, I wonder how I get Machamp. But you don't freaking know because it's 1996 and you don't know that trade cables even exist. Now you got to bear in mind though that like Pokemon Red was like the first game you could ever save. I know, right? Wasn't that freaking like, cool? <laughs> there was a different level of difficulty we were dealing with back then yeah all video games have gotten easier since then all of them across the board it's not just pokemon it's all of them we've yeah, just have you ever we've just noticed in pokemon because they come out less frequently yeah have you ever played like breath of the wild the world's easiest zelda game yeah go back to like oracle of the ages oh my god those games were impossible 
They are still I impossible. I those in college, yeah, as a 22-year-old man, and I was still, like, looking up these puzzles, like, how could I have ever gotten this, ever? How could I have ever figured this out without freaking, like, detailed the reports of, like, okay. The games were literally like, okay. built. The games were literally built to sell Prima strategy guides. Right. And it's like, <laughs> but basically what the guides are like, is like, okay, set a metronome to 78 beats per minute, and you're going to click these buttons in this order otherwise you fail and die forever right oh and we're not going to tell you but it has to be spring while you're doing it right right. <laughs> right you need to literally control the seasons. on the last screen Which, you had to, on the last screen you had to be in winter but this screen you have to be in, in spring and we're not going to tell you right it's just part of the game but no. is there a limit to the amount of health bars you can get absolutely not anyway, keep keep racking kids them up love greninja Okay, that's what I'm getting at. That was this whole point of this conversation. Kids love Greninja. Greninja, not a surprising play. Like, he's a strong contender in Super Smash Bros. Incineroar's there, which I guess is apparently the evolution of a Gen 7 starter, which I did not know until this moment. Yeah. Why? Oh, because yeah, I used time. Rowlet, because Al's Fortnite. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Greninja, not surprising. Torterra, oh. surprising. I, that was a, that was a good that was a good pull. There was a lot of Pokemon in this movie that I was like, this is a big, this is a big, big, big use for you. Pokemon, A-Palm, namely, A-Palm. Yeah, namely Apom and Psyduck. I, like, thought, I thought Psyduck made sense. Psyduck. But Misty had a Psyduck. Yeah, so, made but that's sense. the thing is, like, Psyduck had his moment. Psyduck had his time. Oh, and Pikachu time. didn't. Yeah, Pikachu's Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu's like I a mean, star. Right, but Ryan Reynolds couldn't be a freaking Raichu. No, why would he be a Raichu? Because he was evolved. Because he was a grown man. Yeah, but we didn't know that going in. Oh yeah, this is a spoiler episode. Yeah, when Ryan, when it's like, oh my god, Poke- Pikachu was the dad the whole time. That's why he could talk. Oh my god, was that a twist? It's twisted. It's very twisty. Twist, v- many twist. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky only got fifty four. Let me tell you right now, if it was not a flagship Pokemon game, I didn't play it. If it was not a flagship Pokemon game, it sucked. <laughs> but like Miss Super Mystery Dungeon got a 69 and uh, well, hold on. Right, but Wait like I think that Pokemon the, of the ones rated, which are don't do not include red, blue, or gold silver, the ones rated on Metacritic, I think the lowest was uh Ruby at 82. Pokemon Snap is a 77. I wouldn't call Pokemon Snap flagship. I love this review. Listen to Dom S. on August 7th, 2003. User review on Metacritic. Three of three users have found this helpful. Hopefully we can add to that number. Dom S. says, Pokemon Snap is, quote, as addictive as crack, although I don't know what crack is like. Dot, dot, dot. Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) This is as addictive as crack. I haven't done crack, though. I promise I haven't done crack. I swear I've never done crack. What's great is the in in if you look on IMDb on this movie under the credits, uh, not the credits, the the quotes. It's a bunch of quotes from Pikachu and and not very many from Tim because he didn't say anything interesting uh, the whole time. <laughs> uh, but it, it does say Psyduck colon Psyduck exclamation point as like an important quote. Two out of two found this interesting. I'm going to also agree with that. Sign in with IMDb. Sign in with Google. Sign in with Facebook. That's the button. Nope. Sign in with Google, baconandeggsmedia at gmail.com. Signing us up for IMDb. You ever think I'm about how interesting center? on this? This is the quote that made me create a mother Fortnite IMDb account. Do you know? Here's the thing I have the IMDb app and I use it every day. I would oh, say daily, every day. Yeah. What would I give for a genuine Rotten Tomatoes application? Nothing. Applications are free. I know. Yeah. Like, if they would just make it, I would be very appreciative. Until such like, time, I wouldn't give anything. I, uh, not a not a darn <laughs> cent of my money. Applications in the year of our Lord two thousand nineteen are free. What if they like includes in app purchases? They all say that. 
I know. I'm sure you can do. buy an ad-free version of IMDb. Oh, I'm sure I did. If that's an option, I usually take it. You cannot buy an ad-free version of IMDb, the webpage, which drives me nuts. <laughs> you could get ad blocker, but I don't believe in ad blocker. I think that these advertising, not even execs, like these advertising interns that sign up their ad advertisements on Google's super simple ad program, they don't like. They need the money. And what's it really hurting me to see an advertisement on imdb.com? No, nope, there's, there's a new a season bit. of Sneaky Pete out, man. How else would I learn that? All I know about this is Game of Thrones and Blade Runner The Final Cut. That's all I'm seeing. Sneaky Pete. If I click on the Fortnite ad for Sneaky Pete, though, it does not take me to the IMDb page of Sneaky Pete. And all I'm do trying to do is figure out if this is Giovanni Ribisi or if it's the guy that plays Moriarty on Sherlock. It's Giovanni. It's Giovanni Ribisi. It Let is, me ask you it about is something Nettig's very boyfriend. important. <laughs> Joe Moses, who looks eggs. It's Tessa Nettig's fiance, who looks exactly like Giovanni Ribisi. Can I ask you a question, Ethan? Yeah. Who on earth asked for a third Maleficent film? I did not know it was the third one. Second Maleficent film. Who on earth has asked for anything that's happened from the Walt Disney Corporation in the last three years? We actively asked for not another Star Wars movie when we battle royale incessantly about The Last Jedi. We as a species said, nay, Walt Disney, no more. But more they gave. What on earth? No, nobody, does literally Jolie nobody, do? zero people were sitting there crossing their fingers like, man, I really hope Tim Burton Fortnite's up, Dumbo. <laughs> okay, so this is the second Maleficent movie. I could have sworn there was a third. This was a third. That would have been news to me, but I also have not seen the first Maleficent movie, and the chances of me seeing the second Maleficent movie are diminishing increasingly by the moment. I'll tell you, they're greater than the chances of me having seen the original, because now I just like go to movies. Like, I'm expected to be in the know. So if you've got a 120 minutes worth of free AMC time for me, I'll probably see it. But like what I've learned is I, I have taken, I'm in the baby pool of film Twitter. Okay, Will Ashton sees more movies than I can fathom. I don't think, I'm going to tell you real brutally, real brutally, Tyler, I don't think that going and having a hot take on Maleficent is what's going to get you the invitation to film Twitter. <laughs> I don't think it is either. I think the film Twitter, film Twitter thing to do would be not seeing Maleficent. I think it would be to see Maleficent and give it a negative review. Yeah, to really just roast it. To roast it. Although, and I'll, I know I'll that tell you, is not even out I'll yet. I'll tell you we, God's it's weird, truth. It's weird. No, here's the weird thing about film Twitter, Ethan, is it's not even out, and I know how we feel about it. Well, because here's the reason, man. Ain't nobody asking Angelina Jolie to do anything anymore. <laughs> right? Everybody saw Beowulf and was like, That no. ship, like, she is a philanthropist, you know, does great things, adopts hundreds and hundreds of, of African babies. Hundreds of them, just oodles. Does great things for the world, but like, I don't know the last time I voluntarily thought about Angelina Jolie. You remember Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah, it was a travesty. What? It was bad. It was a bad movie. Oh, man, I think you might be wrong about that. I don't that. think so, unless I'm severely misremembering what Mr. and Mrs. Smith was about. It's about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie trying to kill yeah, each like other for 90 husband minutes. husband-wife spies. Like assassins. Yeah, do you remember Lara Croft, the Tomb Raider, the Cradle of Life Yeah, she's been replaced. I know, but not the person I thought would replace her. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, 59% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to have some awesome score. Alicia Vikander, I'm here for it. You go, girlfriend. But I really thought that was a Gal Gadot role. That was, so that was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That was what year? Do we know? Does this tell me? What year was this? Rotten Tomatoes, why would you not? 2005. So this was, this was non-Oceans, non-Fight Club, buzz cut brad pitt which was a bad time for all parties it was it was a little bit weird early mid-2000s 
buzz cut Brad Pitt didn't make a good non-Oceans movie. What has Angelina Jolie been up to? We are so far off topic. Did you know? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm 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 not going to apologize, but like this movie, it turns out, is so unmemorable. The Ditto thing adds to my whole list of every movie. Has oh, a the Ditto thing. Plot. That was how they got it. Okay. Literally no, couldn't thing, remember that. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing, Ethan. I saw a Key and Peele sketch the other day. I want to bring this to your attention. Well, Eversick came out in 2014. As at Ethan, as Robert Downey Jr.'s career has, has risen, whose career has at the same time, almost at the same rate, fallen? I don't know. Val Kilmer. Very good. Okay. Why? <laughs> because you got to think about it. What is the best movie ever made? I have no idea. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Val Kilmer, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was Mark Graziano's favorite movie ever. Was it really? Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Yeah, I do know Mark what's Graziano. crazy. I do know what's crazy. Maleficent came out in 2014. <laughs> I would have said that movie was 2007. I, I also would have. I would have thought Maleficent came out like when I was in high school. Okay. So because Beowulf things, had been out for a while. That, 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 hold on. The feature films that Angelina Jolie, this is why we forgot about Angelina Jolie. The feature films that she has been in are Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, in post-production, releasing later this year. Kung Fu Panda 3, By the Sea in 2015, and Maleficent in 2014. Kung Fu Panda 2 in 2011. Vitoris in Whoa, don't forget in 2010. about Secrets of the Masters. That's a short. Yes. I said feature film okay? okay salt which was awful and wanted salt was 2010 was tell me that salt came out before maleficent tell me that it was four years between maleficent this and woman salt. But, so since since beowulf came out this woman has not been in a movie worth seeing as with, with a, as a person with a body and i couldn't have yeah i couldn't have paid you cash money like you could not have paid me a hundred thousand dollars to tell you she was the voice in kung fu panda you didn't like did you see by the sea no i've never even heard of it so it was this weird art film that came out you probably saw a trailer for it and we're like whoa but it was this weird Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie art film that came out that got terrible reviews. Okay, so yeah, she she got 44 Metacritic. Cool. She has not been in any movie worth seeing since, since... You gotta be careful with the Kung Fu Panda stands. Okay, she is not in it w- w- as a person with a body. Okay, again, Kung Fu Panda, very good movie. Haven't seen the sequels. Kung Fu Panda was good, but I could not have told you that she was the voice. That could have been anybody. The- and, I, and it's not a memorable part for me. <laughs> I don't know that she ever has. The, We're getting to films I've never the heard The Good of. Shepherd was okay. Laura Croft. Or bad. Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah, that was probably the last one. That was 2000. 2000. Love that movie, by the way. Nicolas Cage. Still love Nicolas Cage. Love movies about car theft. Great movie. But yeah, uh, in the last 19 years, Angelina Jolie... Angelina Jolie probably hasn't done a whole lot. Has she ever done anything? Why is she famous? Why is this girl Brad famous? Pitt. Brad Pitt. Um, Beowulf. She was mostly naked. No, 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 no. But she was already Angelina... Can't say this name. She was already Angelina Jolie before Beowulf. She well, she got Beowulf because of I would imagine Gone in sixty seconds. She was also Laura Croft. Do people like those movies? I think that there is a, a contingency out there that was like there was a guys who were like I also early twenty. I would have told you that Laura Croft Tomb Raider the first one came out in. 1989. Yeah, right? I would have thought, no way. Like, around the no same way. time as Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Anyway, back to Detective Pikachu. So, let's get some listener questions! I compiled them this week, which is a weird thing that happened. Yeah, were you having fun with that? I was, actually. I was planning my answers ahead of time. Do you ever do you ever see them and, like, start typing and be like, oh? Every time, yeah. Every time. That's content. Okay, so is this uh, Mr. Steak, a guy named Tom, check out his YouTube channel, Tanner and Tom, uh, in our Discord server, 
said, is this the best CGI Pokemon rendering? To which I say, compared to what? There have been a few fan-made trailers out there that I, I've thought were okay. But yeah, this was awesome. Yeah, you can't fault this movie on design. This is a very cool looking movie. It was so very clearly shot like in like the major city is supposed to be and is London, Rhyme City. Oh, is that what it, it is? It is so very clearly, if you're paying attention at all in any way, it is it is London. But it's still like, it manages all the scenes, the individual scenes and set pieces make me feel like it is stylistically its own movie. I felt like-, like the so comically small of... car did it for me. It, it, it puts you, and then the, the fast trains and everything crazy, it puts you in the mind of like, okay, this- this is a different place. Yes, you're showing us the big egg-shaped building in downtown London, but that's okay. Right. No, I definitely remember that. Um, but I also felt like, I felt a lot of Zootopia reference here because like when, when he walks into the city, it is like the exact same shot. Oh yeah, the same scene. As when yeah. Judy Hopps walks into Zootopia. Yeah. Like I was ready for Shakira to be like, welcome to Rhyme City. Yeah. But but it didn't happen. I am Gazelle. Uh, or whatever. I'm Gazelle. Right, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's gonna happen again." Yeah, it's it's, um, it's the same city too. It's it's you know, and there was a predator and prey living together. Everybody's good, and this one it's it's humans and Pokemon living and working together. Rhyme City, no okay. trainers, no battles, no Pokeballs, none of the stuff Basically. that makes Pokemon interesting. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Let's knock that one out of the park immediately. Right. Let's take this awesome idea and make it not Although awesome. we do go to like the... Poke Fight Club. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought, oh, there were a few parts of this movie that I felt like uh, that listener Chris prom- prompted me. Justice Smith, I thought was great. Ryan Reynolds, thought was great. Bill Nye, thought was great. Every other actor in this movie is in the best Disney Channel original film. Yeah, that girl. They've ever been in. That girl, the Lucy. Like super campy, yeah. super cheesy. I mean, that was like straight out of Kim Possible. That girl was like high school musical, but it's actually on the big screen. Yeah, Catherine Newton. Yeah, poor girl. They, She's not going anywhere. I mean, maybe. I, they, they, I think the casting call was like, we need a girl who the, the only word you can describe her is, she's cute. I felt like they were like, we want the girl from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but we blew our whole budget on uh, Ryan Reynolds and Justice Smith, and now we literally can't even afford that. What is her name? Chloe... Chloe Grace Moretz? No, not Chloe Grace Moretz. They definitely couldn't afford her. Uh, She dated Logan Paul for a little while. What's her name? If you think that's going to prompt me, you are sorely mistaken about what I know about the world. (laughs) I also have Chloe Grace Moretz's name written on my screen here, which didn't help. It's a it's a an ad for Suspira. What is her name? I have no idea. I already forgot what you said she was in. She's in Agents of Shield. Ah, that's also why I don't know what you're talking about. Chloe Bennett. Chloe Never Bennett. Never heard of her. Oh, if you looked up a picture of her, you'd be like, oh yeah, they got discount her. Yeah, they were like, this girl's she's cute. She's got a Psyduck. Yeah, she's got a Psyduck. Oh, she's supposed to be Misty. She had like orange hair, or pink hair, or whatever. She had pink hair, yeah. Yeah, she's supposed to be the Misty character. Um, but yeah, it was it was very, yeah, and very And Justice Smith did a good job as a completely unmemorable, just the most vanilla character you could possibly get. What did you think about that opening sequence where he was like, time for you to catch a Cubone? And the Cubone whips his ass. Fortnite, yeah. that was great. But he's just, it's like you're forcing the fish out of water thing. It's like, I don't want a Pokemon. Why? I don't know. Because my dad likes Pokemon more than me. Oh, yeah. That was forced. Yeah, the whole, his whole, his whole fish out of water story is like, how can we make an outcast in the world of Pokemon? Oh, he doesn't have a Pokemon. What? Why? Because Didn't get he that far loves with it. Pokemon. Didn't get that far. He knows, he knows Pikachu's moves and then names four moves and then Pikachu does yeah, a different move. He knows move. what Volt Tackle is. You don't know what Volt Tackle is? Not until you told me. Oh, man. One time, do you think I've ever Fortnite used a Pikachu past Gen 1? Maybe. No, I haven't. Pikachu's a cop-out. Pikachu is a cop-out. I'm always, I get so self-conscious about my lineup. One of my favorite Pokemon is like Lediba and Ledian. 
I don't know why. I've always liked it. I get so self-conscious using that Pokemon because I'm like, somebody's going to be looking over my shoulder and See, you got to get this Pokemon prejudice out of your vocabulary. You have to do a Nuzlocke. This guy uses a freaking You have to do a Nuzlocke. (laughs) One time, I Fortnite, you not, one time in actual, like, non-emulator gameplay, like, with an actual, where are you going? I'm turning my light on. Which... I thought, for whatever reason, I could reach without getting up, but I could anyway, not. Anyway, in actual gameplay, with a cartridge, like normal speed, I beat the entire game with nothing but an unevolved Mudkip. Yeah, the game is easy. Right, I'm just saying, like, you gotta, you gotta get this mentality of, like, I gotta be the best that no one ever was. But to catch them is not my test. I will only catch the good I ones. I completed the decks in X. The whole No, not the, the national thing? decks, just, like, the decks. That's pretty cool. That was the first time I ever bothered with that. It was like, I didn't want to restart my cartridge, but I still wanted to play the game. I have it right here, actually. It's still got all the Pokemon. It's right, right here. Look at that. I'm, I'm holding it up to your camera. There's the Pokemon X in your camera. Look, See, look at that. that. Still, got, a... still got all the Pokemon on it. That's pretty cool. I've wanted to do the decks, but every time I sit down and be like, I'm going to do the whole thing. I'm like, man, there's a lot it's now. It's pain in the balls. And how am I even good? It's pain in the balls. And I didn't I, do the National decks because immediate... at that point, there were like 700 Pokemon. Right. And I, I, I get into my mind and I'm like, how do you even get Arceus? I don't... I think you have to hack the game. I'm not dealing with all that. I'm just no, no. no. I mean, not I, I don't know if I completed. I got all the ones that were like gettable. Oh, that's the other part of the original Pokemon Red. And, and it's green like I had to. Needed. I had to. Well, that was see the the reason it was easy to do it or easier to do it with that one is because that one has Wonder Trade. Yeah, so you can just sit there and be like, I'm just gonna sit here. Well, until see, I, like, get. I gotta get like a Gudra, which like <laughs> you have to like trade for it while it's raining at night. Yeah. So I sat there like at night in in my dorm room in college when I should be studying like oh. Wonder Trade. Trading away a Gudra. Wonder Trade was everything in college. Also, adult me need. If I could, do you remember this Twitter trend that was going around? Dear me, ten years ago. Yeah. That thing you're talking, your dad's talking about, a work ethic. It's not a joke. Figure it out. Yeah. Stop playing <laughs> Pokemon. You're 20. It is. I like. Yes. Keep playing Pokemon, but you're 21. Fortnite years old. Do something <laughs> with your life. Like, like, just work at something. It is okay to enjoy working. Yeah. Now I have a podcast. Uh, anyway, uh, I thought the movie was super campy. I think was, Pokemon the video games are super fun. It was fun. fun campy, though. Like, I was never bored. I was never upset. No, I was never bored. I was never upset. I also felt like if you were a child. Oh, this was I think great. I talked about this briefly. What? If you were a child, this was awesome. This was the best. Sure. Right. This was way better than anything we had as a kid. This was everything you ever didn't know you wanted. Right. There were, like, Torteras. There was everything. Most of all... There was a Pikachu. There were, yeah, there were Pokemon convincingly brought to life in front of you. Yeah, I will say the CGI didn't break much for me. I never didn't know I was watching a movie. No. I was never, like, completely sold on like, what I was watching. F- that's a Charizard. Right. Like, I was like, oh, that's a animation of a Charizard but I was like, this is Yeah, this human. is probably pretty accurate to how it would look. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little gritty for the Charizard, but a lot of the stuff I thought wasn't gritty enough. There was a bunch of Bulbasaurs that were adorable. The Bulbasaurs, they were definitely lit wrong. That's what I thought. They showed up and I was like, those things are in sunlight, but it's cloudy. <laughs> that is a problem sometimes. <laughs> that is a problem sometimes with the CGI. Yeah. And I will also say there was a little bit of like Attack of the Clones where I was like, there are aliens everywhere, all over every scene. Yeah, you guys are not, you should not be cool with this. Like, you can tone back the, oh, it's a Pokemon City thing just a, just a teensy right. bit. But yeah, so that's that's the thing is like the main character is a little weak when you attack it from like a story point because like Tim has no viable reason to not understand that like his life would be a lot easier if he had a Pokemon partner. Right. 
And Ken Watanabe is like, if you have any, if you are at all like your father. And he's like, nope, I'm not. I'm not. So just here to get his stuff. Ken Watanabe is just, he's the secret sauce of movies. <laughs> I think you like Ken Watanabe better than I do. Nah, man, you drop Ken Watanabe in your movie and it's just better. I may yeah. have just watched this This is a result of the fact that I just watched Inception last week and he plays Mr. Yeah. Saito and it's just this like awesome character that is like, you know, the evil, he's the head of like Evil Corp, but he's like, I want to be the boots on the ground with you. I'm gonna go into the dream with you. And you're like why? He's Ra's al Ghul for a little bit. Oh, he's Ra's al Ghul for like a minute. But he's just like, he's, he's the secret sauce, man. You just stick it, you sprinkle him in there a little bit. You're like you're the ninth character in this movie. It's great. I love Ken Watanabe. I do too. A plus actor. I mean, it's no. It literally, this literally is Zootopia. It's no different than Idris Elba being the cop, <laughs> like the police chief. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like <coughs> Judy Hopps. <laughs> Judy Ho- Hopps. <laughs> It's no different I, than Idris, Idris Elba, Elba being Heimdall. It's no different than Idris Elba doing anything. Idris Elba in this freaking Hobbs and Shaw movie. <laughs> I'm not. The world isn't ready. As the supervillain? Yeah. Oh, man. Man. Oh, the world is so not ready for this. Hobbs and Shaw is the most ridiculous thing. I'm, I'm telling you now. Hobbs and Shaw will make a run for the highest grossing film of 2019. Yeah. All the, like, it's not... Yeah, yeah, for, Fast 7 and Everybody eight, under 25, everybody under 30 saw Endgame. Everybody 25 and up will see Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fate of the Furious and Fast and Furious both, like, were for a while the number one selling movie of the year. Yeah. That was, yeah, because uh, Fast and Furious, the seventh one, the one where Paul Walker died, uh, came out in 2015 where the record was broken by, like, Age of Ultron, then that, then Jurassic World, then Star Wars. Yeah, go Star Wars. What did you think of freaking Mr. Mime? Mr. Mime being like a major character and his being his own worst enemy. Yes. Getting in his I'm own mad. way. I like how they lit him on fire. Yeah, that was great. He's just, he's <laughs> totally committed to his own bit. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was hilarious. It's him getting in the box, figuring it out. Right. How to beat Mr. Mime. Because again, Mr. again, Mr. Mime, Mime is like a season one Pokemon OG. Yeah. Like Ash had that, or Ash's mom, Mrs. Ketchum, Deborah, whatever her name is, Ketchum, had that Mr. Mime that she was 100% Fortnite. <laughs> Delia. Delia. That's it. That is the Delia. second straight episode that I've insinuated that, that Ash's mom was getting dicked by her Mr. Mime. I mean, you can laugh at that statement all you want. Let me send you this photograph. I don't think I want it. <laughs> no, 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 no. The crazy thing is, like, it's straight from the anime. Hold on, let's see if it can goes. we talk about the anime for two seconds. Can we talk about the fact that that when they dubbed it, Four Kids Entertainment, the people that dubbed it into English, were like, "Man, we can't. These people can't just be eating rice. We gotta tell the kids it's jelly donuts." Right. It looks nothing like jelly donuts. As a kid, I was like, "This is." What? It's not working. What oh, you... there it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the character photo for Delia Ketchum. <laughs> yeah, this is a picture of, of for those of you not what, or looking at our <laughs> Skype call right now, which is no one. This is a picture of Delia Ketchum just like looking at her computer, typing away, and Mr. Mom's walking in the room like you want some Fortnite. <laughs> 
Like, there's no Mr. Ketchum in the story. I think it is implied that while this this is my conspiracy theory, and I would like to do conspiracy theories on the original Pokemon games because there was some interesting stuff to be foretold from that poor translation. Uh, I think it is implied that Professor Oak is the one loving on Delia Ketchum. Is the one who Emperor Palpatine spawned Ash from the Pokemon Ether? (laughs) Right. There was no father. There was the professor. What's what's Oak's first name? Professor. (laughs) Professor. There's a whole movie, a time travel movie about him. Oh, God. Perfectly good time travel. Sam. Samuel Oak. Samuel Oak and Delia Ketchum. Lovers across time. Who? Oh, May Oak is his The uh, Pokeball where it happened. (laughs) (laughs) The made-for-TV movie coming to you in 2024. Professor Oak played by... Dennis Quaid. Played by Dennis Quaid. Live action. Everything else is anime. Yeah, it's not It's not like CG. It's like... It's anime. Anime. But with Dennis Quaid. <laughs> in a Who Framed Roger Rabbit spinoff. Uh, who Tamed My Ekans. <laughs> oh, God. I have an ad on my screen right now. This is very important, Ethan. I have an ad on my screen for... RuneScape old school. Old school RuneScape. Fight bosses. Play now. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What is this episode? The ad is gone. It has been an hour and 11 minutes. I don't know if that's a long time or a short time. That is a lot longer than I would have thought. Let me tell you about Detective Pikachu. I thought Justice Smith. hurts from laughing so much. (laughs) I thought Justice Smith was really good. Um. Ryan Reynolds speaks extremely highly of him. And every time I say that about like an actor talking about a fellow actor's performance, I have to remind myself that like, this is how they get paid, right? Ryan Reynolds isn't going to go on Jimmy Fallon and be like, yeah, I did the movie with Justice Smith. He was awful. Uh, not funny. <laughs> Justice Smith Write and Ryan Reynolds down. are on screen together for like five minutes. Well, I think there was some CG involved in the Pikachu. I mean, do you some, think, you think Ryan Reynolds mo-cap. is there in a mocap suit? Like Andy circusing his part. No. Maybe his face, though. Maybe. He's, like, off screen. Yeah. I loved the animations. I thought the whole thing where Bill Nye was like, I can recreate things with because I can't walk. I but was I'm like, only going like... to show you part of it. I was like, this is never going to go bad. Right. <laughs> this guy's the bad guy. <laughs> it was so, so, so obvious that he's the bad guy. I really wanted them to just say Team Rocket. But the terrorist organizations of the Pokemon world stick to their regions. And they even said that Mewtwo who left Kanto 20 years ago. So Giovanni can't possibly be in Rhyme When City. they showed Bill Nye at first when he's just the silhouette, I was like, it's Giovanni. Here we That's go. Giovanni. Here we go. I thought Bill Nye was playing I Giovanni. Expect, yeah. I knew it was going to be him. I expected like Alfred Molina as Giovanni. No, dude, no. Okay. Dave Batista. Dave Batista is Giovanni. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. Give him, give him like a, give him like a, like a really crazy vampire haircut. What's that called? Widow's Peak haircut and put him in a business suit. You got a Vince McMahon type. He's even a wrestler. That dude is Giovanni. Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon is the real life Giovanni. Yeah. Like worst human alive. I mean, alive. yeah, if it was like, if, 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 I'm trying to say words. If it came out tomorrow that Vince McMahon was like capturing Pokemon for evil, I'd be like, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I believe I'm that. not surprised. <laughs> I'm honestly, like, I'm not going to say that. Okay. I was going to say, I'm surprised Trump hasn't hired Vince McMahon as, like, Secretary of Defense. But I'm not going to say that. I'll delete that. I don't know what 
I literally do not know what Suspira is, I, but I have this this full page ad for it behind my IMDb page, and it keeps catching my eye. I won't lie to you, Ethan. Now I have ads for RuneScape Modern. This is a good looking game. You can't start playing RuneScape. <laughs> It's not going to happen. Absolutely not. I wouldn't even stream it. I would just do it for me. Oh, God. (laughs) Don't do it. The problem is I would be sitting there. I would be on Google like, what are the best attributes to have? How do I be the best at this game as fast as possible? And Google would be like, it's very simple. Send $500 to this address and we will level up your your RuneScape character for you. And I'd do it. What's wild is there's... So for this, there's seven writers for this movie. There's three... Three story writers and four screenplay writers. Are they American? Uh, yeah, it looks like for the most part, yeah. So this was an American production. No, no, sorry. Two of them are the same. So there's five people. Two of them are the same people. Either way, it took four people to make this screenplay. I mean, $150 million. You can just keep throwing money at things. $150 million is an absurd budget for what this, for this is. this movie? Yeah, that's that's yes. the budget of most of the like early MCU movies. I feel like they got through $100 million and were like... I guess we could put more Pokemon. Uh, in yeah, it. I think CG's expensive is the thing. Yeah. Like, I think that it takes some cash to get those people to, like, render all that. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I thought the scene where Pikachu was in a car seat was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it, the fact that they had to keep, like, uh, calming down side so up. So he wouldn't because, explode. Like, right. He sat me next to a bomb. Oh, we were doing listener questions. That's how we were getting through this garbage heap of an episode. <laughs> Okay, give me a listener question. We answered one listener question and then derailed entirely. So let's try to get some more of these in. Okay. Uh, Woozle in our Discord says, What Pokemon do you think would best match other real-world jobs, like doctor, lawyer, plumber, or YouTuber? I mean, they clearly showed us that the only bartenders can be Ludicolo. Ludicolo! They could also be baristas. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have no idea how I feel about this. I thought detective was a strange pull. <laughs> not like <laughs> right, electrician like... Pikachu. Or, or luchador. <laughs> we did not get Pikachu in the luchador mask. I know. I was really sad. I was really hoping that there would be like a scene, like one scene where he was like, should I try this on? Or this? Or this? I know. They had the perfect this, like, opportunity for him to change hats to go into his, into his like cage match. Um. um yeah, no, they had the perfect opportunity to drop him in the luchador mask when they when they were like, oh, we're going going to put you in a cage match. <laughs> I know. I was like, ooh, cage match Pikachu. Not, as far as what other jobs, man, like, I don't know. A- effective plumber would be probably anybody that can use hydro pump. <laughs> Everybody for like 10 miles would be like, I didn't know I had a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. What I think I think the fact that they have any sort of clean energy problem at all in the world of Pokemon is absolutely insane. You're not enslaving the Pikachu, but you are harnessing their energy. Right, like they just come to work and make electricity. Like you pay right. them. You can pay the Pikachu. Yeah, you can pay the Pikachu. They live and work together in Rhyme City. Also, it seems weird to me that we would just harness the Pikachus for energy, but we live in like Earth where we just harness the cows for energy. I don't we harness the cows for food. Yeah, which is human energy. Right, but it's we're not just like feeding cows into a grinder to make power. They were also definitely just eating bufalant. Uh, probably, and probably Tauros, and probably Pidgey Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough far-fetched. There's no far-fetched, far-fetched would have been a great flex in this film. I feel like far-fetched, Porygon, the like, would have been awesome, awesome to see. Ethan, I don't know if you know this, my hands are like the size of 
dinner plates. Okay, cool when, story. When J.K. Rowling were like, was like, and Hagrid had the hands of trash can lids. She was thinking of my hands. Okay, so next listener question from Julia. <laughs> if you could have any Pokemon as your sidekick for your job, which would you choose? For my job? Your no job Pokemon as, a, as a cold caller. <laughs> right. No, well, I don't make calls out, but no Pokemon could possibly help with my job. <laughs> I would want like whatever the cutest dog type pokemon yeah i mean is. as as podcasters none of them would be useful right like we would except just, maybe, like mewtwo or meowth yeah <laughs> like, anybody that could James talk yeah wouldn't that be something if meowth was here uh connor on discord asks since when has mewtwo had this much power since, since 20 years ago yeah yeah, 20 years ago when he was created, then he almost made a storm that killed yeah. all humanity. Uh, Alan Wolfie, I is Wolfie, Wolf, uh, asked, which Pokemon do you think best fits your personality? This is a good question. Is there a quiz know. for this? Is there a quiz for this? Which Pokemon are you? BuzzFeed. What Pokemon fits your personality? This is the one I've got. Here's your first question. What is your favorite thing to do for fun? All right, I'm taking BuzzFeeds, which is choose... Your, the qu- first question is choose an occupation you'd pursue in the Pokemon universe. You got gym leader, Pokemon breeder, professor, trainer, nurse. Actually, yeah, join Team Rocket. They do... They're, they're very I want to be a gym leader, job. man. Gym Hold leader on, seems like the gig. Gym leader is a freaking entrepreneur position. I want you to consider the Team Rocket thing, Ethan. I know you don't think it's that great. They have a company gym, okay? They're evil. <laughs> Let me get through the benefits, Ethan. Job security. You can be terrible at your job. They don't even care. They just need people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to work for Silphco and talk to ghosts. I do want like, to I want to be Silfco. a ghostbuster. But let me, hold on. What kind of 401k matching does Gym Leader have? You're your own entrepreneur. You don't have 401k matching. Did you know Team Rocket has 5% matching right, on your but 401k? Everybody that wants to be a Pokemon <laughs> trader has to come through me first. <laughs> that's maybe job security i'm pretty sure in the pokemon games it's implied that like the only people that ever beat brock are gary and red i think it's Im- i think that it realistically in the pokemon universe you take on whatever gym in the town you live in first yeah yeah there's not a order don't like level up i'm gonna they click just... gym leader okay even the gym leader i think i mean some well this is your paid quiz time okay off? you take this how Fortnite. much quiz then? how much paid time off do you get as a gym leader that's what i want to know you, you take this Fortnite quiz then. Giovanni got plenty of paid time off. Yeah, because he so was... So did Brock. Oh. <laughs> Giovanni was in Team Rocket. Brock had no paid time off. He had to reassign a gym leader and go on a quest with Ash. Give me this quiz. Give me a... Get, send me a link. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Just type in BuzzFeed Pokemon quiz, you Fortnite. I'm not sending you a link. Which Pokemon are you BuzzFeed? Okay. What do you value the most in others? Loyalty, honor, intelligence. Sorry, loyalty, humor, intelligence, honor, passion, or empathy? This is a different quiz. Is it? Yes. So let me answer my first one. Where do you live? Palatown, Viridian City, Pewter City, Cerulean It might just be in City, different orders. Vermilion, Lavender, Cinnabar. Is yours blue and yellow? Like the, the questions? Yeah. Yeah, they're like the Pokemon text. Ah. Uh... Mine are in like text. Oh no, these are these are Pokemon. <laughs> no, the mine are mine are in like Sans Serif. I think I would live in Pewter City. Isn't that no, where Brock lives. Yeah, we're on Brock's. the road to Viridian City. City. I live Loyalty. in Viridian City. Choose a gym bag. Pick a type of Pokemon to join your team: Fire, Grass, Water, Psychic, Rock, or Ghost. Fire. In other words, a Fire Owl. Uh, Boulder Badge, Cascade, Thunder, Rainbow. Pick one of Soul. the three original Pokemon. To, the three original Pokemon. <laughs> To join your Pokemon team. So Squirtle, Charmander, or Bulbasaur. Uh, Fortnite. Squirtle. Will you Squirtle stand? 
P- choose a special attack. Thunderbolt, Ice Beam, Confusion, Energy Ball, Fiery Dance, or Sludge Bomb. Ice Beam, because of Fortnite. Sub Dragons. Always wanted that. Choose an Evolution. Jolteon, Vaporeon, Flareon, Espeon, Leafeon, or Umbreon. Glaceon, not an option. Yikes. <laughs> or Sylveon. But that's not surprising. But Glaceon, not an option. I'm going through mine, but I'm not reading you the questions. I'm just taking the test. I'm going to go with Flareon. What kind of location would you want to set up shop in? The city, the country, the jungle, the desert, an island, a beach. I'm going to be a beach gym leader with my fire Pokemon. Quick, what system are you playing Pokemon on? Nintendo 64, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo Switch, Game Boy, on my PC, on my cell phone. Game Boy. If you play on your cell phone, I don't know if I trust you as a human being. All right, I got a Pokemon here. I do too. <coughs> what do you think I got? Charizard. No. What did you get? Mewtwo. You are a Mewtwo. Am I? Yeah. What does that even you mean? You are such a freaking Mewtwo. Like, if you, if you woke up tomorrow in a lab, you would be like, okay, humans are evil. I'm killing all of them. <laughs> All right, you got a Pokemon. I think is it original 150? Yeah. Okay. I think you are Kingler. Kingler. What kind of crabby human being? Kingler's do you think probably I not am? even on the list. <laughs> I got Blastoise. Blastoise. Listen, listen. I do like this. I like this description. Cannons, freaking cannons! You're about as bad at Fortnite. About Pokemon as they come. Remember when you were just a baby Squirtle? Of course you don't, because you have cannons on your back now. You upgraded your life to the max. <laughs> I would have preferred they just left it at cannons. Freaking cannons. <laughs> Mine just says, I have always thought you're that, like, all powerful, mystical, and extremely rare. I've always thought that Blastoise, yeah, had cannons, and that's not fair. <laughs> right? What other Pokemon has freaking cannons? Octillery. All right. Uh, what Pokemon was underutilized in this movie? Ludicolo. Ludicolo. Yeah, end of story. All right. Facebook has some questions for us as well. Some ones that I like to think. All right, let's blow this, people. Three, two, one, let's jam. Sydney King says, which Pokemon was your favorite? Ludicolo. Again. I like Pikachu, too. I like Chikapoo. I feel like that's like the Harry Potter question. Which one? Who's your favorite character in Harry Potter? Harry freaking Potter. Harry Potter. Duh. Mr. Coon asks, did this movie meet your expectations? I would say it probably exceeded my expectations. It exceeded because I expected this to be like <laughs> the most miserable 90 minutes at the theater yep, ever. Basically. Mr. Kuhn also asked, which Pokemon cards did you get? I got Detective Pikachu uh, with a coffee cup and I also got a Psyduck. You got Psyduck? What did I get? You got Magikarp. Remember? Oh, yeah. Fish with mustaches. Yeah, mustache. Yeah. Magikarp was underutilized. Yeah, probably. It oh, did, no, wait, it did it become a Gyarados a because he kicked it, <laughs> which was a nice uh, reference to the show. Kids, where's the article? Kids... Use them for target practice. <laughs> they mutilate them and leave them on the shoreline to die. <laughs> Let me read the exact... What is the headline? We didn't even read the name of the article last week either. We didn't? Carp. Queen of rivers or pig with fins. Oh, we read that. I don't remember reading that. Kids mutilate them and leave them to rot on the riverbank. Bow hunters use them for target practice. Okay, that's all I got. I'm not going through Ash this shit. kicks it and becomes a Gyarados. Uh. Uh, Nathan Hardy, who is new in the Facebook group, I know because he has a wave sign next to him, telling me to welcome him. You can join the Facebook group for just $0.00. zero cents. 
It's free over at facebook.com slash groups slash 1980923182177837. So go there right now. He says, if you could be any Pokemon, who would you pick? Me too. Yeah, the one, the, the sentient one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Corinne Nerswicki. Sorry if I butchered your name. Asks, did you just hear Deadpool's voice the whole time Pikachu talked, or did the movie create a distinct character for Ryan Reynolds to capture? This is, hold on, I want to talk about this before you answer, because I know you're going to answer. When I see Deadpool, I don't hear Deadpool's voice the whole time. I hear Ryan Reynolds. I hear Ryan Reynolds specifically from the movie Waiting. Or Van Wilder, or The Proposal, or, oh, what's the one with the Miata? He goes back, and he was fat in high school. Oh, uh, Just Friends. Just Friends. I Like, Ryan Reynolds was all of those things to me before he was Deadpool. Yeah, if anything, I'm going to look at Deadpool now and see Pikachu, because I liked this way better than Deadpool. Yeah. So, no, it, it's not like a, oh, that's just Deadpool. Kendall Mills asks, what did you think of the character design for Pikachu? Do you think it was done well or not? I think it's... A- Adorable. I think it's absolutely It's super adorable. cute. I'm, I'm I love totally the fact that it's it. fuzzy. The, the Pikachu toys you got when you were a kid were fuzzy. Yeah, because they were I stuffed mean, animals. So were the Squirtle. The Squirtle well, was fuzzy. Yeah. A, a non-fuzzy stuffed animal would be a weird flex. Eric Huffnagel, Hoofnagel, Hoofnagel, Eric Huffnagel says, Big Torterra? Question mark? Yeah. That is the whole thing where I was like, this is a lot of sequence for no, no payoff, payoff. None. <laughs> None skis. All it did was drop them on top of a bunch of Bulbasaur. I know it created a need for Pikachu to be healed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pikachu almost died. I did actually think for a second, I was like, oh my god, Pikachu's going to die. Kill Pikachu. <laughs> Got it. And I thought that because I was like, well, I know what happens in Avengers, and this is right afterwards. I guess that's on the table for movies now. Yeah, Pikachu died in Avengers. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird <laughs> part of the movie. <laughs> All of a sudden, Thanos was like, you kids. Yeah, Pikachu died. Dennis Quaid died. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, that's Listener Questions with Tyler and Ethan. Listener Questions, Listener Questions. That's the jingle for Listener Questions. Playing Intermission by Blur or whatever it is. Yeah, that's the Listener Baby Driver, what a bop. I know, right? If Ryan Reynolds could be a Pikachu in any movie, what movie would Ryan Reynolds be Pikachu in? baby driver right wouldn't that make baby drivers like john ham being like hey leave baby alone and then pikachu being like yeah leave <laughs> and then jamie fox being like yo what the Fortnite? pikachu doing <laughs> why is that mouse talking <laughs> you know why they call me bats because i'm bat sure crazy <laughs> There's a living, breathing Pikachu in this room. So what did what did you uh, do? You have a do you have a toothpaste and orange juice this week? Uh, uh, I don't know that I do. I'm just wondering if you do. You just you just asking for content. That's all you want. Yeah. Well, we brought up toothpaste and orange juice at the beginning, so now I feel like we're honor bound to do the segment. Hmm. But I don't know that I'm mad enough about anything. I know. Oh no! I am. I Fortnite. Am I am indeed. I have a toothpaste and orange juice for you. Is it related to Baconators? It is indeed related <laughs> to Baconators. Tell me about the Baconator. No, 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 no. You got to come up with one now. Oh God. Oh God. Uh. No, the only thing I can think of is like insensitive towards Greek people. <laughs> what happened to Tyler at the Greek <laughs> restaurant last night? <laughs> I just like. <laughs> It's fine. If you want to have a Greek restaurant, if you're from Greece, I'm with it. I don't believe for a second that you just listen to this music all day, every day. (laughs) 
the like Greek calypso music. <laughs> right, it's like, I can't. I'm not even gonna try to imitate it because I'm sure it'll be very rude. But you just like, can't. It just is. It just like it never ends. There's no pauses. There's like semitones and oh, it's played on like a like a I don't even know what instrument. Oh God, like just a harpsichord all day long. All right, let me tell you about the Baconator, okay? On my way to okay. see Detective Pikachu, I got, I went to Wendy's. I, I doused myself in the fire. I had been sick all week, and I was like, man, I just need a good old-fashioned American char-grilled hamburger. Never frozen. Fresh, never, never frozen, frozen beef. Square beef. <laughs> square beef. Hip to be square beef. It'll put everything right in the world. I go up. To the drive-thru, man. I go up to the drive-thru and I'm like, hi, can I get a number two? Because the menu item has changed since the last time we did this bit. <laughs> it is now a number two. Which means now when I ask for number two with man without mayonnaise, they ask me, do you want a Baconator or a Son of Baconator? Sorry, hold up. Do you want the Baconator or the Son of Baconator? Baconator, and please. And I'm like, I just want the Baconator with no mayonnaise. And they're I like, want, okay, you cool. Need, you need to explain it to them. You need to like get very desperate and be like, listen. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm going. All man. I want. I'm, going. I'm like, dude, listen, I've been sick for a week, okay? This is the first time I've seen the sun in four fortnighting days, okay? All I want in my life. I don't even want the french fries. I'm getting the combo because I don't know how to order a burger and a drink without <laughs> fries in America, Okay. I just want the sandwich, and I'm just like, can I get a Baconator with absolutely no mayonnaise, right? And they're like, okay, cool, you want a Baconator, no mayonnaise. I'm like, yep, no mayonnaise. And they're like, cool, that'll be whatever price it is. And I'm like, like cool. $55. No mayonnaise, right? And they're like, no mayonnaise. I pull around to the window, and she's like, Baconator combo, no mayonnaise. And I'm like, yeah, no mayonnaise. Like, I don't want any mayonnaise on the sandwich, man, okay? And then I pay her, and I pull up to the next window, and this man hands me a bag, okay? And I can tell you already this is going to go bad because this mother Fortniteker has mayonnaise on his hand. So you had hand mayonnaise. This man man is handing me a bag with a hand covered in mayonnaise. It's like he's wearing a latex glove entirely made of mayonnaise. There's mayonnaise on the Fortnite bag when I get it. That's disgusting. You need to call Wendy's today. Normally, I would go back inside and get a different sandwich, but I'm running late because I'm sick and I'm going to a movie, okay? I didn't know how late. I didn't know how early I was going to be. I was like 15 minutes early. I know. I know. I I actually called you. I I called you. I said, where are you? Yeah. Tyler calls me as I'm pulling off the interstate. Tyler calls me. He's like, yo, where you at? I'm like, pulling off right now, man. Chill the Fortnite out. <laughs> Literally, just... my my podcast stops, <laughs> which is a good like five second window before the phone starts ringing over my car, and I'm like, "This is Tyler calling me. He is not within a window where he should be calling me, <laughs> asking me where I am." I just I'm sitting here like go into the building without tickets. Movie, yeah, I've got Tyler's ticket, and I'm sitting here like mouth full of Baconator, about to like come unglued on Tyler. And I'm like, "This, <laughs> we're good, we're good. I'm I'm just pulling up right here." Anyway, I open my sandwich, and I'm like, "Please God, let there be some kind of mi-. there was no miracle. There was no." <laughs> Miracle. No miracle. I was not spared. <laughs> it's better with mayonnaise. It's too dry without it's it. It's not because they fortnite it completely up with ketchup. They're just like <laughs> and ketchup is delicious. It's tangy, it's tart, it's a good taste. Mayonnaise is just like it's like sour cream with no balls. <laughs> 
Mayonnaise doesn't <laughs> taste like anything. It's just moistener. So, it's just sandwich lubricant. You, you Did you know that this week at work, all I've had for lunch is turkey, cheese, and mayonnaise? You're and, a disgusting like, un, human unbred, being. On bread. Would you put Would you put ketchup on no, cold cuts? No, I would put Fortnite and mustard. You put mustard on cold cuts? Yeah. Okay, you know what? That's not that weird. Yeah, no, that's not weird. Mustard, mustard. Here's the thing about mustard. A, A, it's got nothing in it. It's like, it's good for you. It's just mustard seed and water, okay? Wait, you would put like, not like Dijon? Yeah, put like French's yellow Fortnite mustard. <laughs> Yuck. It's delicious. It's tangy. It's beautiful. It's good for you. Mayonnaise, bad for you. It's nothing but egg whites and fat and trans fat and saturated fat and monounsaturated fat and glucose and yellow pink, red, white dye, whatever gives it that awful color, and it's just sandwich lubricant. It tastes like nothing. I love mayonnaise. I also love egg whites. I would rather have a Fortnite Baconator with a egg white patty on it. I swear to God. <laughs> you didn't need to go through the line either. This actually did happen to me to Wendy's this week. I went through, I'm a four for four guy because it's the, it's the best bang for your buck, okay? I went through the Wendy's drive-thru. I, I want a plain junior bacon cheese. I don't want lettuce and tomato. I think lettuce and tomato are B-list burger toppings. I and agree. I don't know why we insist. I don't know why we insist. We're, who are we pretending in front of? Uh, if you don't While want lettuce, by the, the way, topic, by, 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 hold the, on. by, by the by, no. by the by, hold on. Roll, roll back, roll we, back, roll back, roll okay, back. Okay, okay. Roll back. Just get a double stack. While we're talking about it, how dare mozzarella sticks? Tell me about mozzarella sticks, because they don't You're have those Fortnite in Wendy's. What? Freaking C-list freaking appetizer. I go out with a group of people, and you mean to tell me with a square to my face, we're going to order mozzarella. We're going to order six mozzarella sticks with a little cut of ramekin of marinara sauce to feed everybody before the meal? I don't think so. Get a real freaking appetizer. Now we have wings. That's an entree. That's a whole different conversation for a whole other day. Wings are an entree, period. I'm not sharing wings with a group of people. I'm just not, Ethan. It's ridiculous to keep putting them on the appetizer menu. Yeah, never once have I ordered an appetizer of wings. For to the like table. share with the, for the table, yeah. Because because then you got to look at the every single time you got to look at the waiter and be like, yeah, I'll take the uh, the wings with the barbecue sauce. Yeah, the dozen uh, the dozen wings. Can I get that as an entree though? I'm sorry. Thanks. Anything other than French fries? If there's a dozen of them, it's not an appetizer. If you give me a dozen mot sticks, I would say mozzarella sticks are a reasonable freaking order. But the truth is, th- here's the truth, Ethan. Nachos are a great shareable platter. Fried pickles are a freaking amazing and the same price as mozzarella sticks, Ethan. The same price as mozzarella sticks for a deep fried pickle. It's cucumbers, vinegar, breading, and oil. Brine, Ethan. Brine. Yeah, I was going to say, there's more than just vinegar. Let me ask you a question, Ethan. Fried pickles. Are you a Spears or are you a pickle chip guy? I'm whatever's on the menu. Exactly. You know why? Because I'm not ordering Fortnite mozzarella sticks. I do prefer chips, though. I do prefer chips. Also. Because never once, chips never once have I bit into a, 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 a deep fried pickle spear and not gone, ow. <laughs> and then eaten the whole spear and had like a shell of fry. I'm sitting there going, I eat the first bite. I'm like, yeah, this really good pickle. Some, it's so some hot, Chipotle though. ranch. Anyway, what, what it comes down to, Ethan. What it all comes down to. If you could give everything's going to be fine, fine, fine. If I was going to give you a top 10 American I appetizers. pickles, not that shirty cheese. And listen, I hear your argument that like f- mozzarella sticks. Like, oh, but it's a good vegetarian option. It's like, 
Listen, if you're a vegetarian, I assume you're here eating healthy. Stop buying freaking mozzarella sticks. But also, the same price as the mozzarella sticks is the fried pickles. Have you had the fried pickles? They're amazing. Also, the same price as that is an actual shareable meal known as freaking nachos, which you can get without beef or chicken. You can just get nachos, cheese, and jalapenos on chips. I'll tell you, I'm here for beef and cheese on nachos. I am not here for jalapenos on nachos. You're not a jalapeno on the nacho guy? Here's what actually makes me mad about nachos. I'm not a jalapeno in general nachos. guy. Um, and no, it's not because I'm a pussy. Lay off that one. I can handle the spice. I do not like the flavor of a jalapeno. I like the flavor of jalapeno. Jalapeno. I, I don't. Actually, is don't. how it's pronounced. But here's what I don't like is if I'm going to order nachos and you're... Listen, sour cream comes on the side. I don't want it to sit you down and tell you this, restaurant manager. Yeah. But if you put a giant dollop of sour cream on top of my nachos, what am I supposed to do? do with that so it makes everything soggy and you ruin the the heaviest nachos yep where the bulk of beef and cheese is but i also i also don't also, think that any quick, any appetizer for a shareable should come with jalapenos automatically i agree beef chicken or pork nachos ethan it depends entirely on where i am it also depends upon if we're talking about ground beef shredded ground beef, beef never what are you talking about ground beef on nachos is amazing do you remember middle school yeah but i'm like i'm ordering an actual restaurant it's not the middle school cafeteria <laughs> I don't want ground beef in in a non-burger form, okay? Okay. I don't want ground beef tacos. I don't want ground beef nachos. If I'm at Taco Bell, it's one thing, but like if I'm getting an entree with, with an accented E... I do not want ground beef. I want my beef to be consistent and not like the same from place to place. I mean, it has some consistency that is not floppy groundness. I, I'm a big ground beef I want fan, but I'm also steak. a big burger guy. I'm a burger guy. I, I am as well, but I do not want, I do not want deconstructed hamburger all over my nachos. Here's a question. Here's a question. You go to a restaurant, the burger fries, $8, steak and potatoes, $16. What do you order? The burger. The burger and fries. Every time. Yeah. Every single time. I have, I have not made, I have never made shame about ordering a burger at a restaurant. It's on the menu for a goddamn reason. I've been shamed for ordering a crab cake sandwich it's at dinner. It's not my fault, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I will not Ethan's, be made to atone for the sins of my elders. <laughs> Ethan's grandmother. Are we going to dinner with Ethan's grandmother? And I ordered a crab cake sandwich for dinner because that's what I wanted. That's also the only way you should ever get a crab cake. I'm sorry. Oh, it's a very weird thing to order. But the restaurant we went to has these amazing crab cakes. And they're like fried and it's fresh crab off the Chesapeake Bay. And you can get it as a sandwich. For $9, or you can get two crab cakes and a side. You can decide what the sandwich I was on. Two crab cakes and a side for $22. Now, I didn't care about the price because I wasn't paying, and I was told going into the meal, get whatever you want. There was like, there was no guilt if you ordered like the strip steak for $35. None whatsoever. There wasn't a strip steak at this restaurant, but you get what I'm saying. I wanted the crab cake sandwich. I like the steak fries they have at this restaurant. So I got the crab cake sandwich with the steak fries, and I loved it. And I was shamed by Ethan's grandmother for ordering a sandwich at dinner. I'll tell you. Though, here's the thing, though, is I get that, like, yeah, I can order whatever I want, okay? And the, the, you're paying. It's all good. I'm still not going to order the most expensive thing at the table. I don't know that I I've got order my them. eye out for what everybody else is ordering. And if, like, no, I'm not going to be the only guy there that gets a steak. I'm not going to do it. I won't do it. Wait, what's the threshold? Say say entrees at this restaurant range 10 to $20, okay? And everybody's getting, like, a $12 burger pasta dish. And you've really kind of got your eyes on the crab cake sandwich, which is $16. Do you just suck it up and get the fish yeah. and chips for no, 8 no, bucks? No, 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 no. I'm still going to get the sandwich. Because nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna bat, yeah. But that's the thing is, nobody's gonna bat an eye at the sandwich. If everybody else is getting a burger, they're not gonna look at me for getting an alternative sandwich. Some people got pasta dishes, right? So like, I still don't have the, I don't have the like obviously most expensive thing at the table. Now, if here's the other thing, host buys 
Strip steak, $25. I, I can get whatever I want up to the strip steak. Up to the strip steak. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, can I get the $47 fillet mignon, please? Bacon wrapped. Thank you. <laughs> New York strip. Thank you very much. Thank you. Can I get the, can I get the, the turf and turf? It's just a porterhouse and another porterhouse. Thank you. <laughs> I want the T-bone. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, I'm not going to be the guy that's like, everybody gets a burger and I'm like, sorry, can I get the double crab cake with extra remoulade, please? Thank you. I do think it's ridiculous that a crab cake sandwich sometimes costs less than half of two crab cakes. Yeah, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I would just order um, two crab cake but it's sandwiches. Like, it's, we have a restaurant like that here. If you go to, um, and I get that it's like a sort of like a lunch dinner thing, but if you go to Billy's, okay, you know you're familiar yeah. with Williams, you're yeah. familiar with Billy's. I've been to Willie's. If you get the yeah. if you get the 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 prime rib sandwich, it's like nine dollars. You get the prime rib, it's like twenty eight dollars. Right. But the primary sandwich comes on bread, so... Correct. It, it's like a French dip. But it, it is it is like a lunch menu item, but it's still like, if you go after four o'clock, like, you pay a lot more for that prime rib, and it does not come on bread. I also prefer the bread. I'm a sandwich guy. I'm a guy. sandwich guy. I'm a sandwich guy. I'm also... This is a true story. I know we mentioned it briefly. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. I know we mentioned it briefly. I'm a burger guy. Even if they were the same price, I would order the burger La- and the steak a couple almost weeks ago, every time. A couple weeks ago, I went to the Wasina City Tap Room here in Roanoke, Virginia. I was there on Friday. On two consecutive days, because uh, we went there for dinner, and while we were there for dinner, or we went there for lunch or whatever, Kate and I did, Kate was like, hey, we should do trivia. And I was like, okay, let me get the group together. And I texted a bunch of people like, hey, we should do trivia. And I was invited. I did not go. You were invited. You did not go. And we went to trivia. It was just me and Chris and Sarah and Kate. And I was like, I'm getting burger again, because it's delicious. And Kate's like, scoff. I dare. I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. Getting that burger. Really? Because it's dope. You talking about the Blue Ridge Burger? Yeah, because it bangs. So good. Here's the truth about, uh, I'm never hungry enough at entree time at that restaurant for the Blue Ridge Burger because they have exceptional apps. I've never gotten an app there. You've never gotten pork rinds? Nope. It's like three bucks for a giant plate of pork rinds. I've just never been with people that order apps. Oh, you you go with the penny pinchers. No. You're the I'll only person it. you're the only person I know that gets apps. You and Jonathan. Really? I'm an apps guy. Our parents were not apps and people. And then they which me- which <laughs> I have This is a true story. You're gonna love this. When I was a kid, the only time I can remember getting apps is we went to Ippies in Franklin County. <laughs> and guess 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 what appetizer I got? Pork rides. No. I don't know. I don't remember what Ippies had. Mott sticks. Mott sticks. <laughs> there we have it. There it is. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. Nah, man. I've been to several of these Super Carlin Brothers meetup events, um, and, and we've been to dinner afterwards with Jonathan, and I, it was just the most recent one that happened. We we get there, and, and Jonathan like grabs the waitress as soon as she comes over, and she's like, hey, what can we do? Jonathan's like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me appetizers all of them thank you yeah that's that is like the more i become like an, an adult who has entertained groups right. of people and, and there was like the this, more appetizers at, appeal to at this me. event there was a ben table and a jonathan table and ben looks over like you got some apps and jonathan's like i got some apps let me tell ben, you ben's an apps guy though that's the thing yeah, ben ben got himself out apt and he was not prepared for it yeah, he looked ben over like a, well we got the oh you guys got, but we got the oh you guys got, what is that jonathan's just like hmm, i got apps yeah. It's just like, I you didn't even see him apps. do it either. All of a sudden, she just starts coming with, with trays. Yeah. She, she, this that's... person's just dropping, like, soft pretzel in front of me. And I'm like, ooh. Dude, soft pretzel at a real restaurant is, I don't. Came with that spicy mustard and that beer cheese. Oh, my God. Beer cheese. You ever had a burger on a pretzel bun? Yeah. You ever had a burger with oh beer my... cheese on it? Yeah. You ever had a burger with Still... beer cheese, mac and cheese on it? Yeah. <sighs> I'm a I sucker for a mac and cheese burger. I am, too. I, Which we is, do that's, a lot like, of the main burgers. way I will ever consume mac and cheese. 
We do a lot of artisan burgers in this city. There's a lot of King Burgers, which is a burger like uh, Elvis. Elvis, so it's a burger with peanut butter. Yep. We, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of Royale burgers, which is the egg on it. A lot of Royale burgers. That's like a staple Then here. we do the pimento You're, cheese burgers here. We do the pimento cheese. But if you have a restaurant in Roanoke, I would say the staples you have to have on your menu, you have to have shrimp and grits, and you have to have the Royale. If you yeah. don't have a burger with an egg on it, you don't have a restaurant. Yeah, you might as well not. Or you're a sincerely like breakfast place, which we have a lot of those. We do. But even those places, I feel like would be like, yeah, I'll put some ground beef, bro, ground beef on. Bro, let me tell you about the 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 brunch that I had. We are just so far off the rails at this point. I don't care. This episode's been great. Everybody's laughing right now. Everybody. Um, we do need to wrap up after this point. Yeah, though. yeah. But I got a point here. I went to Scratch Biscuit Company. Yeah, like I've been last there. weekend. Okay, last weekend. Yeah. yeah. Okay? On Sunday, I made the mistake of going on Sunday. Yeah, dumb move. Dumb I move. didn't know, man. They transformed from Scratch Biscuit Company into Scratch, like, ho, 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 fancy bronze company. Yeah. They're like, would you like the omelette with all of the fancy greens, or would you like the orange pecan waffle? And I'm like, I want the biscuit with barbecue chicken on it. Yeah, you can only get the, uh, you can't, you can still get a few artisan biscuits. Yeah, I got the Nashville hot chicken biscuit. But either way, I wanted the Fortnite. Cotton hammer. And they wouldn't do it for me because they were like, we're not Scratch Biscuit Company more. We're Scratch Artisan Pecan Waffle Company. And I was like, because I, I hadn't been in months. I was just like, oh, they changed. No, it's a brunch I didn't thing. know. They do it every I week. didn't know. It was so, I was so messed up, man. It is, it messes you up big time. Anyway, we need to wrap the show up. Breakfast food we for do. Detective Pikachu. Ludicolo coffee. Yeah, it's just coffee. Ludi it's just a lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. Like a lot, a lot of coffee. Yeah. I'm convinced <coughs> this movie would make more sense if you just slammed nine espressos. Oh, for sure. Uh, big board ranking. It's pretty good. It's definitely below Transformers. Not Transformers. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I meant. Bumblebee. I, I, I was like, uh. It's better than Transformers. Better than Crimes of Grindelwald. Better than Lego Movie 2. I don't know about National Treasure. Definitely not Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, I would say not as good as National Treasure. There we go. Insert row. <laughs> Detective Chikapoo. All right. I am. I've said a lot of words during this episode, apparently, because I'm losing my voice. Oh, man. I, I did not realize that when my job became talking to people again, that I was going to have this problem. But I've been losing my voice for like a week. Um, But yeah, I, I, I like I'm, I had the bright idea of like, oh, I'm going to clean up my room and start moving stuff around and reorganizing stuff before we did this episode. So now I'm just sitting in like a dust pit. Yuck. So it's it's messing me up. <laughs> Which is why I keep coughing. Um, coughing. Coughing. Uh, villain ranking. Bill Nye was pretty predictable, honestly. Pretty, Yeah, pretty lukewarm. He's a Pokemon villain with a world domination scheme. Imagine right. that. Three out of ten. Three out of ten. Yeah. Um, that's it. You can find us all over the internet at Bacon and Eggs Pod on, it's really just Instagram and Twitter. You can find us uh, on Facebook at Bacon and Eggs Podcast, Bacon and Eggs Movie Lovers Podcast, or you can also find our Facebook group, which is Bacon and Eggs Fans. Um... You can go to that awful URL I mentioned earlier. You can just search Bacon and Eggs Fans. Ask to join, fill out the question, and we will let you in. It's free for everybody forever. Um, and what else? What else? What else? Come find us at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs if you want to join our super secret, super awesome Discord server. It's three bucks a month or less than one Lego coffee per year, which is $36. And uh, CarlinBrothersCoffee.com. Carlin you can Brothers. use promo code bacon yep. at checkout or eggs at checkout. And that'll get you the cold brew. It'll get you the coffee. It'll get you the caffeine free t shirts. It'll get you the, the new double dark chocolate hot cocoa that you should not eat by itself. Although we have or been informed should. that it'll probably taste better than pure cocoa powder it's still not recommended um our 
music is by Andrew Scott Bell at andrewscottbell.com. Nope, andrewscottbellmusic.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Andrew Scott Bell. And our graphics graphics are by Vaishan Brandon at graphite.vmb on Instagram. Do you have any final thoughts, Tyler Carlin? There's a really good quote in this movie where Detective Pikachu's like, have you ever talked to a woman before? And Tim's like, I've talked to women before. And Detective Pikachu slams him and he goes, when was that? In the birth canal? Yikes. share that moment with you. Blasted. Yeah. Blasted. All right. <coughs> well, in that case, I have nothing else. So I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. And until next week, Arrivederci. Alejandro de Mesa. What? He was the bartender. Nobody ever comments on the A phrase.